Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment, strategies for buying a home with rising interest rates. What if you are a first-time home buyer? What if you have dreamed of buying a home and your dreams are being crushed by the rising interest rates? And how do you use a fire extinguisher? I have never, I've actually used fire extinguishers, but I've never used one to put out a fire. And I'm guessing if you're anything like me, it's the same for you. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. Long story short, we don't want you to learn anything after, at closing or after closing that you should have learned before. We don't want you to have any surprises, and in many cases, that's exactly what happens in a real estate sale or a purchase. There winds up being surprises, and we want your transaction to be a surprise-free transaction. We want to connect with you. If you'd like to work with us, we would love to work with you wherever you are, north, south, east, or west, if you're buying, selling, or investing in real estate. We would love for you to work with Gaddis Group at REMAX Center. You can reach us by calling 770 497 Zero 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 zero. You can also give us a call at seven seven zero four nine seven zero 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 seven seven zero four nine seven zero 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 zero. If you go to Go Gaddis Radio, you can ask questions, you can make comments, you can uh, push back. Feel free to challenge anything we've said. You can share your ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight we tend to have one of those every single show and i always enjoy that segment and you can subscribe to our podcast we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber have the recent rise in interest rates or has the recent rise in interest rates made you feel uh, not so positive about your ability to buy a home maybe that you will never get the opportunity now to purchase that dream home what you've anything like me I wanted to own my own home for gosh as long as I can remember and I imagine there's a lot of people in the market today or in Atlanta today that sort of feel deflated or defeated that you know their dream of home ownership might not necessarily become a reality and this is all based on a listener question it's from Chuck and Mary in Avondale, who wrote in, we've been renters for years and have been saving for our dream home. The rise in interest rates has us concerned. Do you have any strategies for us to go from renting to buying? And when I look at this situation, Chuck and Mary, I um, a lot of the concerns about going from renting to buying, uh, they are unwarranted. Um the truth is, is that going from renting to buying in Metro Atlanta, you should be able to keep your expenses about the same or lower if you're buying the same size house that you're living in in a similar area. But sometimes people are, they are just sort of petrified by the fear of creating exposure and borrowing three, four $400,000 to buy a house. They can't imagine making all of the monthly payments over a 30-year period and uh, they're probably more sensitive to um, the cost of things than they need to be. So the reality is for most taxpayers, you get significant write-offs when you own your home. You can deduct all or a portion of your property taxes. Um, you can deduct all or most of your the interest you pay on a first mortgage or a home equity line of credit. So there's a lot of advantages to buying a home that you don't get when you're a renter. 
The ad, I haven't seen these numbers in a while, but the average net worth of a homeowner was somewhere around two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand, maybe even three fifty today. The average net worth of a renter, and it's been a year and a half since I've seen these numbers, was somewhere around five thousand to ten thousand dollars. It is a big difference, and I apologize for just being all willy nilly and quoting uh, percentage uh, numbers on the radio. But the reality is, the net worth, average net worth of a homeowner, is significantly more than the average net worth of a renter. But I do have some strategies, some specific strategies, things that you need to think about as you're preparing to buy a home. I believe buying a home is still the foundation for building wealth. And for most, it's still the American dream. I I love owning my own little slice of the world. I love going home to my home and having pride as I drive in the driveway and look at the front of the house and the backyard and stuff. But I do understand that with the rise in interest rates, you know, people are scared. And we have a few strategies that will help you go go from renting to buying. Number one, get a mortgage payment that is less than your rent. If your rent is $1,700 a month, that's $20,400 a year over five years. That's $102,000 for something you'll never own. And the reality is if you can afford $1,700 a month or $2,100 a month or $2,400 a month, then you can certainly afford that. When you are renting, in my opinion, you're paying your landlord's mortgage, so why not pay your own and build equity? Most people are concerned, many people are concerned, oh my gosh, I don't want to stay in the same place for 30 years. I can't even imagine that. Well, the reality is your average homeowner in Metro Atlanta stays in their property between seven and 10 years, some a little bit more than that. I've been in my home 23 years, uh, but the reality is, is people tend to move much more often than that. Number two, know that 20% down payment is a myth. Even if you have it, you might not want to pay it all down. You might want to keep some in your bank account for emergencies, repairs, you know, $10,000 more in a down payment may save you 60 or $70 a month, but it might be easier or best to leave it as cash in the bank. So don't spend every dime you have to get into the home. Make sure you, you leave yourself a cushion. If you say, well, how much cushion do I need? The reality is I think everybody needs three to six months in reserves to be able to pay their bills. I think it makes a big difference in how someone feels on a daily basis. Number three, zero down and low down payment loans have been around for a while, but read the fine print. There are still out-of-pocket expenses up front that will most likely get refunded at closing. So if you're getting a no down payment or a low down payment loan, typically you have some fees that are paid up front, like appraisal fees to get the loan started. You certainly want to make sure you get all the details from your lender. There are specific programs. I know through Bank of America, they offer a zero down payment loan program for for uh, buyers who might not have as much access to mortgage credit. Um, I'm trying to say that without being racially insensitive. The reality is um, it is for lower income areas. Uh, It is for more diverse areas. And I don't have a list of those in Metro Atlanta, but it's something worth looking into. You can also get USDA loans at 0% down. You can get conventional loans. First-time homebuyer conventional loans, if you haven't owned anything in the last three years for uh, 3% down and FHA loans are 3.5% down. The main takeaway is make a budget and stick to it. Have a dream home down payment fund that you contribute to religiously. Get pre-approved. Uh, make sure that you get a full pre-approval. Give some lender, one you trust or one your real estate agent trusts, give them all of your information and let them get you fully pre-approved so when you find the home to buy, You won't have to worry about getting qualified for your mortgage then. And then the last tip I have for you, uh, Chuck and Mary, is uh, don't give up. 
there is the perfect home out there for you. And my guess is over the next few months, they will get easier and easier to find. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta, North, South, East, or West. We want to be your real estate connection. 770-497-0000 is the number to call. Have you ever had to use your fire extinguisher? The answer from Cleve is no. Do you feel like you are prepared if you had to do it? I would say yes. I feel like I'm prepared if I have to do it because I have tried it a couple of times, just experimenting, or just maybe would you be too nervous to get it right on one of our last shows? And this is a question from Edward in Johns Creek. He says, on one of your last shows, you had the Johns Creek Fire Coordinator discussing fire escape plans, and it got me thinking, how in the world do I even use a fire extinguisher? And even furthermore, do I have fire extinguishers? And the reality is there are different types of fire extinguishers. There's Class A, B, C, D, and K. Class A is for ordinary materials like cloth, wood, and paper. B is combustible and flammable liquids like grease, gasoline, oil, and oil-based paints. Class C is for use with electrical equipment like appliances, tools, and other equipment that's plugged in. Class D, for use with flammable metals. Class K, for use with vegetable oils, animal oils, and fats and cooking appliances. And um, gosh, you're probably thinking, how am I going to have to have one, two, three, four, five fire extinguishers in my house? Well, the reality is the most common one is one sold at home improvement stores, which has protection for class A, class B, and C. They call them a multi-purpose ABC model. And a fire extinguisher is not designed to put out a whole house fire, just a confined fire. And the instructions are really simple. When you take out your fire extinguisher, remember the acronym PASS, P-A-S-S. Number one, P, pull the pin. A, aim low. S, squeeze the lever slowly. And S, sweep the nozzle from side to side. If you're unsure about whether it's safe to use a fire extinguisher and for all other fire situations, alert others, leave the building and call 911 from a mobile or a neighbor's phone. Safety should be the top priority. And it is essential to follow your instincts and know when to get out. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They have 25 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They are my preferred closing attorney. In fact, they're the only place I ever close. When I have a choice as to where I'll close, and they can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. We believe we can sell your home for $30,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. We give you a customized maximum value plan, which is like an appraisal on steroids. And our R&R program allows you to rest and relax as we rehab and refresh up to $15,000 worth of repairs in your home, and it costs you nothing. You pay the $15,000 or the $12,000 back at closing, but it costs you nothing to have us coordinate all the repairs and put your home in tip-top shape. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Sugarloaf Country Club is being featured. We're going to talk dogs and homeowners insurance because it sometimes can cost you more to insure a home where a dog lives and the ins and outs of mortgage insurance. We'll be back. Stick with us.